three, two, one. All right, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening to the No Parameters podcast. My guest here with us today, I'm very excited about. He has 20 plus years of experience making music has a deep understanding and earnest appreciation of how music affects our everyday life. It affects us physiologically, emotionally. Music is life. It is the soundtrack of our lives in ways that we don't even realize. It can be the difference between a horror movie scene being terrifying or falling flat on its face. It's synonymous with some of the biggest businesses and brands around the world. At a young age, he locked himself away in his room and decided to teach himself how to play the guitar. In no time, he was playing the guitar and the keyboard and learning to play his favorite songs by ear. By ear. Superbly talented, already has a growing portfolio of clients that are using his musical prowess to create successful ad campaigns, one of which was recently featured on local television in Louisville, Kentucky. We're excited to welcome our first guest, John Power. How's it going, man? Wow, that's a pretty cool intro, man. Thanks. Well, thank you. Well, that's a true. It is a true story. <laughs> now, so, so tell, so tell everybody a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind, for everybody that's just learning about you. I'm kind of interested to hear about myself after the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do we start? Um, well, why don't you t- why don't you start by telling everybody about um, what is it that drew you to music that you can remember? Hmm. Okay. Let's see. I like the way this is set up. I had like no preparation, so this is kind of just going to flow. It's going to take me back. Uh, yeah, look, I've seen pictures of myself very little playing violin, playing piano, or at least around those instruments and played saxophone in, like, the fifth grade band. Um, and then moved to bass guitar for, like, a year or so in middle school, then went to guitar at about seventh grade. And from then on, it was just guitar all the way through into college. And then I had a roommate that actually made hip-hop beats, and he introduced me into making beats. So then I went on that path, learning more about hip-hop and how to compose those types of beats. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so it's eventually combining the two with, with guitar and uh, other instruments that, that I could use through the digital software. So that's a snapshot. Right. And so have I, I don't re- recall... Because we, you know, we go way back. But you did you yeah. did you ever have any sort of like traditional training? I kind of remember you doing everything just by ear. Yeah, I learned a lot by ear. The only lessons I had, I took about seven or eight lessons when I was in college, just to to take it further from a guy named Ben Lacey. He's amazing, um, and that was very instrumental. No pun intended in, in <laughs> my growth guitar. Um, a lot was by ear. And I took a semester of classical guitar in college, and it was it was really challenging for me. I had to read music. You know, it was very basic stuff, and I was more just like just 
playing with your song and I'll play it back or let me learn it and I'll just play it but it was more like you know you have to focus on these simple notes play these simple tracks and it's just very challenging for me to go backwards right so, and I know, you know, you you sort of dabble in across, you know, different genres and you and you seem to be interested in just about in just about anything. Is there any particular type of music that you seem to gravitate towards? Um, the easy way to answer that is anything that I feel emotion to. So, whether it's if I'm watching a movie, or an inspirational movie trailer, or listening to a song. It could be any genre or any. If it, if it impacts me, well, let me ask you this: like, so, like, if you if you ever listen to music, did, have you ever experienced chills from listening to music? Oh yeah, definitely. So, like, and I'm, I would imagine that probably happened more than once. And different different songs will do that to you, right? Yeah, I I definitely find that uh, you know when you're watching when I'm watching a movie or I'm listening to a song or whatever you know sometimes you do I do you know get those chills when something when something strikes me. Yeah, so it's, it's that it's, it's whenever it's like oh man I'm getting chills like what is happening well, what am I experiencing right now that very thing is like if I can translate that to someone else that's like a superpower. <laughs> right. So it's like the goal I want to give you chills they're making music. Right. So, like, what is your process? Like, if somebody were to come to you and they, you know, and they say, you know, we want to create music for our ad or advertising, you know, what what process do you generally go through to? Because you know, obviously, it takes a, a probably a great deal of skill more than other other types of music creating because because you're going to a client and they're going to have an, a vision in mind and you're going to try to create something that speaks to them something that they're going to put their name on and say this represents us so like what sort of process do you go through when you're trying to create something for someone else that's a good question um but i think it's been it's been different every time um the first one the, the the jingle that was the Hesse and Cole jingle, that, that was just like, hey, you have a unique phone number. Uh, let's build off that. You know, I've seen lots of law commercials, and it seems like every commercial has a standard where it's, we want our audience to remember the phone number so they can call it. Right. Like, well, it's just building around the phone number. It's a unique phone number. It stands out. So that was that was pretty pretty easy. It just kind of stood out. Right. Um I think it's it's basically what what the audience what the business wants the audience to, to know about how, how they can be accessed or what what they want presented and I wish there was like an easy way to explain that but it, it really just kind of hits and the day that I figure out how to cultivate creativity into a funnel that's going to be <laughs> a happy day for me. Right? Do you prefer do you prefer for a company to sort of spell out for you exactly? what it is that they want like or do you prefer to work just sort of how it i don't know how to explain it but just sort of by feeling like they'll they'll say this is what our company is about you know have at it or do you prefer a lot more direction um i think i would lay towards just seeing how i feel about it if, if like mark if you're a business and you say hey let's let's make some music that represents my company probably ask you some questions about your, 
customers and what they get from you or what they ask you, like the most common questions they get mm-hmm. from you, like the, the Connors, uh, Connors flooring jingle. I was in a meeting with them and I had some ideas, but it wasn't until they said, our number one question is when they come in looking for flooring, they see there's cabinets and there's, there's bathroom models and all this stuff. And the, the number one thing they say is we didn't know you did that. So that's something a customer said to them over and over again. And they're trying to get in the business of selling other things besides flooring. So I built the jingle around, we didn't know you did that. It's just, you know, a conversation they had about their customers. Right. I want to I wanna play a couple clips from from two that you've worked on, so that way people can kind of get a frame uh, of mind of what which ones we're talking about, if that's okay. Sure. We're going to play this first one. Triple seven, eleven, eleven, five oh two, triple seven, eleven, eleven, five oh two, triple seven, eleven, eleven, five oh two, triple seven, eleven, eleven. Now that is a commercial that you did, and I know that it, it actually that it's an injury personal injury law firm. They, you know, they had a, even a spot on the local news where they were talking about their their commercial. Um, and so, it, tell me a little bit about how you hooked up with them. That's that's it's, it's quite comical, actually. So, Marty's a friend of mine, uh, Marty Cole. And I, I, I can't remember the exact conversation, but it was something along the lines of, hey, I noticed you changed your phone number. Is your phone number really 777 <laughs> And he was like, yeah, why are you, why? And I was like, oh, I don't worry about it. And I was just like looking for sounds and samples and just trying to create something. And I started just kind of saying like triple seven, okay, triple seven, 11, 11. And I just kind of like wrote this rap and I actually wrapped it. It's funny. So I I wrapped it. If you can imagine the Yin Yang Twins, like I whisper wrapped it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded myself doing this and actually linked up with someone on on Fiverr dot com. It's actually he's a rapper. He he actually he does the same thing. He makes jingles, but he'll write a jingle and do a video for businesses that are trying to get up and running. But I, I reached out to them and I was like, hey man, I've got the, I got the music, I've got the lyrics, I just want you to wrap this back to me. So I paid him and he, he killed it the first take. He actually sent me back a whisper, just like I did it, and then he sent me back a rap. And I was like, oh, okay, we're definitely taking the, the actual rap where you can hear the, the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I presented it to Marty and he, he loved it. And uh, they worked with Video Bread, which they did amazing videos complimented it perfectly and right you, know, you, you you can't you, you definitely can't appreciate you know the fact that we're listening to it people can't appreciate the video that goes along with it it's definitely you know it, it was definitely made to like not take things too seriously and it was you know it's definitely meant to be something that people remember and you know yeah it's definitely true for like a lot of other advertisements and and things you see like i, I could probably name other brands or companies and it probably would be absolutely nothing for you off the top of your head to like think of the jingle or the sound that goes with it like the shane company i can remember i could quote you the whole shane company commercial right now (laughs) and it's just the guy's voice because it's just so it's so monotone and it's so flat and there's really not like a whole lot of inflection in it but it's effective um 
So I know you never really considered yourself, I guess, a jangle guy. That never really, I don't know if that was on your radar, but it definitely seems to be a talent of yours. What is it that you think, uh, I guess what I'm saying, how, what sort of benefit do you think it is for a company to give them a catchy jingle? It doesn't have to be like, you know, the one we listen to, but what sort of benefits do you think a company gets out of that? A good question. I would say first and foremost is outreach. You know, if you have a service where you can help people, people need to know about it. And the best way to get them to know about it is there's multiple channels of advertising, social media, there's all this, there's all that. But if you have a catchy thing that people are going to remember, and then, for instance, if you get in a car wreck and you're kind of going to be befuddled, like, what do I do? What do I do? You're probably going to have that number stuck in your head. So you're just going to be like, I'm going to call them. <laughs> As opposed to like, you know, that, that's just what I think that's the way that would work. Um, it's definitely a catchy jingle that sticks in your head. It's like it's the repetitive nature of the phone number, you know, all, you know, coupled with the video, you know, being sort of over the top and silly. Like it's something that, you know, I have rem- I remembered that commercial, you know, I saw it months back and I and I remember the the phone number today. Nice. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I want to play this one. This is for uh Connor's flooring. Hi, I'm Jamie Connor, and this is Daisy May, and we're with Connor's Flooring and Home Solutions. Countertops, cabinets? We didn't know you did that. Bathroom remodels? We didn't know you did that. Flooring solutions, wall-to-wall, call Connor's. We do it all. So, like, you know, they had the, the words that went along with it. Did they did they provide the words and you just sort of provided sort of that funky guitar riff or did you did you pretty much write everything? I wrote the whole thing. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, we met at Video Red and there's, there's a conversation between Video Red and Jamie Conner and just kind of listened to all the things they were saying. I took like three pages of notes and basically just circled things they were saying and uh, just built that around. Uh, solutions they were looking for. I definitely think, um, you know, music plays such a, a big role in, you know, in everything. And I feel like the uh, the sound being just right, it just makes everything so much more memorable. I mean, you think of a like a flooring commercial, it's something that's so day-to-day and, and something that could be not exciting or not very fun. And it was a very upbeat commercial like, I think it was definitely effective. I think the music, you know, sort of had that sort of funky tone. Did, did they say that that was sort of the feel that they were going for? Um, I think the words Jamie used were, we want, <laughs> he said, uh, you know, we like, we like the Hessick and Pole commercial. We want something kind of funny, but a little more serious. I think those were his words. Right. Um, so I, I tried to capture that. Um, yeah, I think that's the way it went. I wonder if Hess, Hessig and Pohl, if they, if they g- got that phone number with the full intent of it being just so easy to remember, if that was just a happenstance. I'm just sort of wondering, like, do you have any idea? I, I don't know, but I think it's a good move. I think it was definitely conscious. Like, okay, this number is easy. Cause, I mean, that's that's like... If I look at every other law commercial, their their pillar of what they're pushing is the phone number. Right. It just seems that way. 
It's like uh, if you yeah. Right. I mean, if you're going to be in a if you're going to be in a car accident or you're going to have an injury, you know, you're probably going to be panicked and probably have like you know pretty pretty shaken up. And you know, remembering a phone number, you know, and especially now, like with everybody's phone numbers being programmed in their cell phones, it's like hardly anybody really remembers phone numbers anymore. Right. Like I remember, I I remember when I was a kid, you know, you'd have all these numbers memorized and you know the only way you were going to get a hold of anybody is through a pay phone or somebody's phone and now you know i remember years ago i was out with uh my my wife girlfriend at the time and i remember we were out somewhere and somebody i can't remember the situation but they had asked me for her phone number and i took a split second i'm like you know i've been i've been with this person for a while and i'm like what was her phone number again you just don't you just don't remember phone numbers anymore but it's too convenient to just get in the phone and have Siri do all the work for you. Absolutely. So what else, what other projects do you have on the horizon? Is there anything you can discuss? I have a couple things going on. Um, I want to use the, this this jingle thing. It's been fun because it's interesting and people like it. And I, I love that. But I want to use it to make noise and, and show people what I can do across genres. I'm really using this to pitch to artists. So it's like I've been, like you said, I've been making music for 20 years. Whether that means I've been strumming a guitar, or learning something into hip hop beats or whatever, it's been a long journey until now. Finally, get my foot in the door. Jingles are happening. I'm basically saying, hey, this is what I can do, and this, the next step is producing with artists. Absolutely. I want to read. I just want to read this from your from your website for people to, okay. to get familiar with. This is from uh, PowerfulBeats.com. It says, uh, John, John Power believes the right music blended with a compelling vision creates a powerful impact. He has had lifelong fascination with sound and how it plays an influential role in inspiring moods and creating emotions. As a self-taught guitar player beginning the journey over 20 years ago, including 13 years' experience Composing, producing, recording, John has developed an intuition for emulating instrumental vibes that span a variety of musical genres. Blues to rock, hip-hop to EDM, jazz to jingles, and many others. Whether you are a creative musical artist or business expert, John aims to enhance your vision with an impactful musical experience. And then you say, let's create the musical canvas that inspires your audience to feel your vision. So what sounds really cool. I haven't looked at that in a while, so that uh, sounds, sounds pretty good to me. It definitely does. So when you say, you know, create the, mu- the, the musical canvas that, that inspires them to feel your vision, that's, uh, you know, that's definitely something that seems pretty difficult to do. So what, um, um, so I'm just trying to, so how would you explain that, I guess, in, in other ways, like, I guess, expand on that. All right. Um, all right. So along the lines of production, it's kind of seeing pieces that you want to be in a song. And one of the things I like doing is, I like different people's voices. I don't really, I'm not, I don't, I don't see my voice on a rap song, but 
I may see other people's voice on a rap song, or I may sing a singer on a certain song. Not necessarily even writing what I want them to say, but if I can create a musical piece that inspires them to tell their story on top of it, then there's a nice marriage of a production there. So whether it's, what I mean, whether it's a, a, a funky pop song or an R&B song or a rap song, anything that I felt emotion around, just the instrumental vibe that I may create, it's exciting to me to know if an artist is looking for something that they can tell their story on and they hear something I make, then we have a good, good solid base to work on. So it's like the music is kind of like a canvas and the artist is taking the brushes and saying, this is what I want to do with what you've given me. Right. So, you know, right now on a, on a personal note, like who, who are you listening to right now? What are you really uh, feeling these days as far as other artists? Like, you know, people's tastes sort of jump over periods of time. Sort of what are you what are you listening to these days? Man, the first thing I thought of when you said that is, I don't know if you've listened to Billie Eilish, but have you heard of, have you heard any of her songs? I've heard a few of her songs. I've not I've not listened to, you know, all of her stuff, but I've definitely heard some things. She's definitely been out there. Yeah, so I'm late to the Billie Eilish game. Um, it's honestly, there's lots of music I still need to catch up on, but since the COVID, you know, the quarantine and everything, I've been focusing more on what music is out there, what's good, and I'm telling you, man, Billie, Billie Eilish, the song, uh, let's see, what was it, Everything I Wanted, I'm just sitting here listening with my mixing headphones, and the, the mix in that, the whole album, actually, is amazing. And it just blew me away. So that's that's a quick answer to your questions. Definitely listen to Billy Eilish if you appreciate amazing production, amazing vocal panning techniques. Oh man, it just, it just blew me away. Yeah, I've not. You know, I've listened to a few of her songs. I'm not a hundred percent familiar with with all of her stuff, but she's definitely. Um, you know, she's definitely out there, definitely has her own style. Like, I think that's the one thing that sets, you know, if you're going to be an artist in her shoes or, you know, somebody else's shoes, I think you got to be that one that definitely stands out and set when, you know, you listen to it and you know, immediately, you know, this is this person. Like, there's no question whenever Lady Gaga comes on, whether you're a fan of hers or not, or you, or, or, or if you like her music or not, you know, the moment her vocals come on, there's no question like that is Lady Gaga singing. Right. You know, there's, and I, th I think there's so many different uh, musicians out there. I think the the moment you find somebody that sounds individual and sounds like their own person, I think those are the ones that definitely have the real the real staying power. I think Billie Eilish. I think she definitely has has that potential as well. Oh yeah, I'm with you. So, as far as your musical tastes go so you're liking her is there anybody else that you've been listening to hmm. i've actually been creating more than i've been listening so i need to switch that up so i can absorb a lot more when i'm listening more uh let's see who have been listening to i go back and listen to like 90s hip-hop <laughs> like outcast or i'll listen to switch it up and listen to stevie ray vaughn some blues. I just I take from all different kinds of things, depending on. Now I'll switch over and even listen to like Dave Matthews or like Jack Johnson. Just a wide variety of different moods. 
I'm flirting with working on country songs. I, I didn't really grow up listening to country, but I'm learning different elements about country. Like some of the techniques they use and the way their sound, their sound is huge. If you listen really closely to their music, and that's just a fascinating piece to me. So uh, their their songwriting styles are impressive. They have they have catchy lyrics. And there's a lot of good stories in country. They, they convey that very well. So I'm flirting with how they create that. It'd be awesome to find a country artist to work with. Absolutely. Genre, country was definitely never one of the genres of music that I listen to. But, I mean, I think probably similar to you, I think if I, if I hear something... You know, it doesn't matter what genre it is. I, I will appreciate it if it's something that I feel, if it's something that strikes me. You know, there there are country songs that I have heard that have blown me away. It just, you know, yeah. it just comes down to the feeling that you get from it. But I definitely have never, you know, sought out listening to country. It was never my, never my cup of tea. But uh, I can I can definitely definitely appreciate it. Sometimes, sometimes I even, you know, listening to, to techno or, or house music, I think sometimes I'm sort of feeling that as well. Um, yeah. Or, or hip hop, like you were saying. I th- like I said, you know, if, if, if I'm listening to it and it's something that I'm, that, that is connecting with me. And I think the same, you know, the same thing with, you know, what you're, the jingles that you're creating and stuff is, you know, as long as it's connecting with somebody, it's making that, it's making that uh, connection and that impact something memorable. It's not easy to do. So what? So what? Uh, um, as far as you know, doing your own writing and your own vocals and and your own, you know, you're you're kind of doing it all. Have you? Have do you do very many of your own vocals, or do you pretty much, you know, leave that up to other people you're collaborating with? The only vocals I will do is what I would what I would compare to when you're doing a rough draft for a paper in like middle school, and they tell you to do a rough draft, and you just scribble something out and save that, and then there's like five more drafts, and you have your final draft. <laughs> the vocals will be just me like either speaking in my phone or recording it just so I can remember what I said or so I can present it to an artist and say, here's what I want you to do. I don't see my vocals being on a finished product, at least at this point. Right. Well, so what other sort of musical instruments do you play? Um, let's see. I play guitar, but it's not so much that I'm continuously learning. Uh, it's it's more like a writing tool. If I hear, I'll strum around. I'll I'll play. I'll hear a vibe and basically learn something as I'm going. And then practice it a thousand times until it sounds ready to record. Then I'll record it and basically forget what I did. So there's that. Uh, I, I can play bass as needed. And then I have a MIDI keyboard, which is basically plugged into the computer. And I can emulate different instruments, whether I need cellos or violins or trumpets or anything. It's just kind of trial and error until I find the right tones. And then I can compare it. I can match them up. And that's the beauty of digital software you can just push a button and then make it sound like anything you want and it just that opens the floodgates for creativity right you know just a interesting factoid uh do you know who ray kurzweil is yeah uh, yeah i've heard the name 
Yeah, I know he was the one, I think, that uh, invented the original uh, synthesizer. I think he was the one that yeah. sort of paved the way. I mean, he's a futurist and, and, a, and an inventor, but that when you said that, that was the he was the first name that popped into my mind was Ray Kurzweil. Yeah. He, he's a he is a smart guy. He's out there. But uh yeah, created the synthesizer. I feel like that has definitely like reinvented and and changed the whole the whole music game. I think without that invention, we would, you know, we'd I think we'd we'd be having a whole different whole different thing these days. Yes, for sure. So how long like, you know, a company approaches you and they say, "I want to make a jingle. This is what we're about." You know, this is this is generally what we're looking for. You know, about how long generally would it do, do you think it would take you to, from beginning to end, to, to create a finished product for somebody? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. So Hessig and Pole thing took about an hour and a half from inception to paying the rapper to do what I wanted to do. So that was like really quick. An hour and a half. Um, it was really quick. It was, it was just like, nobody was asking me to do anything. It was just kind of like, what am I going to do today? Oh, okay, uh, 777 11, 11. Okay, I got a wrap. And I'm just going to do this thing and just see what it sounds like. And it was just so quick. The, the Connors thing took me, I mean, a week of, from the moment I was approached to thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Do they have a unique phone number? Am I going to go the same rap route? Like, what am I going to do now? To then when we finally met up and had the meeting, and after I left the meeting, I had material to work with. So it's like uh, there's not a set time limit um, sure. that I can say I put on things. But if I come up with it organically, it, it's much quicker. <laughs> right. I think that's the thing with any with any creative product uh, or creative project with all you creative types is, uh, you know, sometimes it just like, it just falls. It's like, it just falls out of the sky. Seemingly sometimes you'll see that people create something and it ends up being like amazing. And like the lead singer of the smashing pumpkins, what was that song? He like woke up from a dream and he wrote it. Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. Uh, was that tonight, tonight, tonight or something? Was it that song? I don't know the story behind that. That's pretty cool. He like woke up from a dream and then he just wrote the song. I feel like with some with you know, it doesn't always happen. Obviously it's a it's a struggle and it's work and it's hard and some days it's like, you know, you're really getting, you know, into the, the grind and it takes time and then other times it just falls into your lap just out of the sky. It's always interest me interested me how that works. Um have you ever, uh, do you ever find that there's a particular time of day or something that you're doing or just something that helps facilitate that? Or is it just one of those things where you, you know, you just never know when it's going to hit? I wish I had a really cool answer for you, but I just never know it's going to hit. I'm still right. trying to figure that out. If I can just find a way to squeeze the juice all the time, that would be... <laughs> right. I, yeah. And that was sort of the answer I was half expecting. I think if, if anybody knew, you know, exactly what the formula was, you know, to, to create something like that, I think people would be... I think there would be a lot more people like you, you know, that are creating things all the time because it's just... They can just find that that rhythm... But you just never know when well, it's going to hit. One, yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. 
Please. I will say that uh, there's a lot of time spent making garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, like okay, I'm gonna sit down. I'm in the mood to create something, and then hours go by, and it's like I don't even like what I'm doing here. And then days will go by doing that, and just so many. There's so many things that it's like it's necessary to do that type of work because then you kind of stumble. And you accidentally hit the wrong note and then changes the whole thing. And you're like, that note is what I'm building this whole thing off of. And, and it's just like, you got you to gotta push through the garbage to find something that's worth working on. Absolutely. You know, and that's something that, that struck me when you were saying that is I know, I know you're familiar with who Gary Vaynerchuk is. Oh yeah. And for anybody that's listening that, you know, is not familiar with him, I would definitely recommend looking him up an entrepreneur but long story short what you know it's always better to just push out the content and just make and make and do and do rather than thinking and pondering and scheming and and taking the time and worrying about perfection and you're probably gonna like like a writer who's he's probably gonna write uh, you know a million garbage pages in his life until eventually he gets just those few pages that are just perfect or you know a musician yeah. who's going to create that piece and you know you're probably going to create a lot of things where the customer's going to be like you know this this isn't going to work and you know you're probably going to have to go back to the drawing board you know and and you know something that Gary Vaynerchuk said is one is always greater than zero you know it's it's you know it's better to produce than to not produce it's you know the best way to 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 get into action and to do anything is to just do and i feel like that's definitely true you know, in, in your field as well, you know, it's some days you're probably, probably don't feel like making anything and you just force yourself to buckle down and just, even if you don't even know what it is you're going to do, you just, you buckle down and you just start creating how, you know, how often do you just have jam sessions where you just, you just let it go, you know, just to see what comes out. All the time. Do you think that's important? Oh, absolutely. And what you just said is, is, I think it's really well said. Um, and I think it's applicable to any profession. It's like, if, if it's in music or writing or whatever, you have to go through the garbage. You're giving, you're literally giving yourself experience that you can draw from. Everything that you think you didn't take, you did something in there, and you know, and now you can try not to do that more, or try to do this more, or that piece sounded right. And you're eventually, you're just, you're building, you're flexing a muscle in your brain saying, do this, not that. You're basically teaching yourself how to arrive at something better. Absolutely. I think that was, I think that was also very well said. Uh, you know, always pushing for that thing that's going to be better and, and pushing, pushing the envelope and to say, you know, I've never, I've never used this instrument before or I've never tried this or, you know, what happens if I turn this up and, you know, tweak in the dials and stuff. You know, perfecting like that's like the language. That's the language for sure. Definitely. What does this do? Oh, that creates an entire song. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> same true. Like with with an artist too. You know, who's who's creating paintings or, or or pictures or drawings or whatever. You know, they're they're gonna they're gonna experiment with this type of paint or they're gonna do. You know, they're gonna one day they're gonna use acrylic or they're gonna use oil or this week they might use pastels. It's just like pushing the envelope to just try to see. And it's all about just making yourself better. It's all about making yourself like the best whatever it is that you could be. And I think there's definitely no way better to do that than to, than to just do. So I, I think that's definitely an important message for everybody to hear. Right on, man. 
but I, but I want to thank you for coming on the show and talking with me. We definitely want to def, definitely want to have you on again if you're up for it. Yeah, this is great. I'm glad you're doing this. This is cool. Speaking of someone that's doing stuff, you're doing it. Absolutely, we're we're definitely trying trying to put a positive message out there. It's all about everybody being them their best selves, the best version of themselves. You know, being positive, and there's definitely a lot of negativity out there in the world, and this is all about just giving something back. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, man, I'm all for that. So thank you for coming on the show. If you want to hang tight for just one second. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time on the No Parameters podcast. My name is Mark. I'm your host. We will see you later.